0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Beau again. So today we are going to talk about Russia, mainly the internal situation and uh, people wanting to leave and what Western countries should do with that considering the long-term objectives and what they have been trying to do. Uh, We'll kind of go through that. But before we get into that, We'll touch on a couple other things. The first is that Supreme Leader Putin has decided to promote himself to theater commander. And he has taken a more hands-on approach to strategic decisions involving the war effort. Yeah, cue downfall memes now. This generally fails. Pretty much always. Um... It is reported that Putin told uh, units near Hersan that they couldn't withdraw. Incidentally, that means that r- the Russian military in that area wanted to retreat, which means their position is probably not tenable. Uh, this is probably going to lead to more mistakes. Um, with being overly aggressive and perhaps Putin overestimating the capabilities of the Russian military again. There was an attack on a recruiting station in Russia. The conventional wisdom says it has to do with the mobilization effort. And yeah, that makes sense. Um, people tend to not like, you know, being drafted conscripted. So, I would be surprised if that was the last one. You have a bunch of people trying to leave Russia. And there is a discussion in the West about what to do. Some countries don't want to take them, some do. There's a lot of discussion about this on social media. Yes, let them leave. Help them leave. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Now, There are several responses to that, people who don't want to allow them to leave. Most of them don't really hold up to scrutiny. One does, but it's easily resolved. The one that does is the fact that the countries closest to Russia shouldn't have to shoulder the burden of this alone. But in europe basically the first country you come to to claim asylum and that's the one you have to claim asylum in however that's not like a law of physics that's something that can be changed an exemption could be carved out i mean me personally i think this is bad all the way around um and it should just go away but you know it's not my decision um but an exemption for this particular situation seems to make sense. Just It's just words on paper. They can be changed. Um, another one of the responses is from people who want to keep them there because it's not like they opposed the war. They just don't want to fight in it themselves. You know, They didn't have a problem with what was happening until they might have to go fight. i I mean, yeah, that's that's most imperial countries. Um, that that's really common. So here's here's the thing about that. It's always the right move to uh, to get potential troops off the battlefield. It's that's that's always the smart move. Um, you want them not there fighting, and if you can get them somewhere else, that's that's smart and it's certainly way cheaper to deal with them as asylum seekers than it is to deal with them on the battlefield and that's like not even including the whole cost in lives thing which should factor into this by my way of thinking um but that that kind of stems from a desire to want to kind of punish the the Russian populace for this. And I get it. I understand it. Um, but, again, foreign policy, don't think about morality or justice or anything like that right now. That doesn't have anything to do with it. Aside from that, the reality is most of these people aren't going to be conscripted. Most of these people will not be the ones who get drafted. Um, I think the easiest way to illustrate this is, let's say that conscription in your country starts right now. How long does it take for you to get the money together to flee? Probably not immediate, right? Probably not 24 hours, 48 hours, These people are people with means. They're people with money. They're people with power coupons, and those power coupons will get them out of the mobilization. They're just scared. And they have reason to be scared because the odds are yeah, if they get called up, given some very limited training and substandard equipment, and then get sent to Ukraine, yeah, the Ukrainian army is going to turn a whole lot of them into mist very, very quickly. They have reason to be scared. But realistically, they won't be called up because Russia is like any other imperial power. It's those with means get exempted from a lot of the, uh, the burden of it. Think to the United States in Vietnam. Was it uh, black people? Poor white folk? They got those deferments? No. Same thing over there. That's why you're going to see, well you are seeing, the the most dramatic protests are in Dagestan, Chechnya, places like that. The outer ring of the imperial state, where they will pull people from and ship them off. So, realistically, you're not really keeping people off the battlefield, because... The rich folk, they're they're not going to end up going. However, if they were to leave the country, well, they're gone, right? They're not there. What do uh, rich 20- and 30-year-old people typically have? What about Papichka and Mamichka? They probably got money, too, right? And Mamichka knows that she's not going to see her little boy until that war is over. And that means you have people with money who have a reason for the war to end quickly. People with money who would become more opposed to Putin's war. That seems like a, uh, a good thing. And then there's the idea that they need to stay and oust Putin. I don't think that the people terrified of combat and uh the people who would you know stage a coup I don't think that's the same demographic. I do not think that that Venn diagram is a circle. Those who are running are probably not the people who would uh go toe to toe with Russian security services. So I don't I don't see that as working either. Um now here's the political reality for the West. The purpose of the sanctions, the purpose of all of the political pressure, the purpose of, um, you know targeting the, the oligarchs, was to destabilize Putin as a leader. That was the purpose of all of that don't get cold feet now that it's happening this will be destabilizing even though these people probably won't be troops those that are trying to leave even though they probably wouldn't be conscripted they still have jobs they have jobs that either they're either they have money through their family or they have jobs that produce a lot of money right them leaving, that production, whatever is occurring because of their job, well, it's going to slow down. It's bad for the economy. It creates brain drain. It creates upset mamichkas It, it, it causes internal issues, which, if I'm not mistaken, that's been the goal of Western policy since Russia invaded don't get cold feet now. Um, it, it's working. I understand the desire to say, no, y'all caused this, y'all supported it, you have to deal with it, go fight. And I get that on a, an emotional level. Sending a bunch of incredibly spoiled Entitled people who will probably not be on the front means that they're going to be around the Ukrainians they're occupying. It's probably not good for them either. I understand it on an emotional level, but from a strategic point of view, this is what people have been trying to cause. All of the, the sanctions were designed to make it uncomfortable, to put pressure on Putin. That's happening now, to the point where people are scared and people with money are trying to get out. Um, I would uh, I would encourage the I would encourage facilitating anybody who wanted to flee mobilization I I, I would help them it will uh, probably decrease morale will probably further destabilize Putin all of the stuff that uh, got put into motion when Putin invaded Ukraine those policies are working anyway